0: Paul's relationship with the church at Corinth was complicated not the least complicated part being his geographical relationship, several trips and several letters. But we can put it all in a pretty clear sequence and we'll do that today on Beyond the Notes. The best place to go for the overall timeline of the Apostle Paul's missionary career is, of course, the book of Acts. And, and quite a few of his letters, his epistles, which we have as books in our New Testament, can be fit into the chronology outlined in the book of Acts, especially if we add in some internal cues from those letters themselves. Paul visited Corinth sometime late in AD 51. Governor Gallio had just come to be the, the provincial governor of the province of Achaia. As we explained in our Lord's Day message, modern Greece breaks into two Roman Empire provinces if you set the clock back to the first century. Northern Greece was the Roman province of Macedonia, the principal city of which was Philippi, in which... Uh, Paul had planted a church in Acts 16, and to which he later wrote the book of Philippians. Southern Greece was the Roman province of Achaia, and the chief city was the city of Corinth. We first are introduced to Corinth in our New Testament when Paul plants the church at Corinth in his visit there in Acts 18, sometime after A.D. 51, but not long after that. The church is planted, the church begins to grow, Paul moves on, and by Acts 19, now at the, at the beginning of his third missionary journey, Paul actually spends about two and a half years in Ephesus doing ministry there. While he is in Ephesus, he, he hears of some problems and questions that have arisen at the church at Corinth, and he wrote them a, a letter. Now, we don't have that letter. The only reason we know of the existence of that letter is Paul makes reference to it in 1 Corinthians 5, verse 9, when he says, in 1 Corinthians, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. So in what we have as 1 Corinthians, Paul makes reference to this this earlier letter. So apparently there was a fairly free-flowing correspondence between Paul and the recently planted and growing church in Corinth during the time Paul is, a couple of years later, doing ministry in Ephesus. Paul wrote that letter. And apparently in the dialogue, there were still some other issues that need addressing. So the, the church at Corinth gives him a letter with some additional issues raised. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11, we read, it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is quarreling among you, my brothers. So apparently, Chloe's people had been part of, of that ongoing communication with Paul, and throughout 1 Corinthians, he introduces new sections with phraseology like, now concerning this matter, now concerning this matter. And it's almost as if he's taking a letter from them and running down the bullet list. So he writes what is his second letter to them, but we have it as 1 Corinthians. And God the Holy Spirit knew which letters we would need as part of our Bible and which ones we would not need. But we have this this letter that is 1 Corinthians, also written by Paul from Ephesus as part of an ongoing correspondence with this church that he loves. Um, somewhere after the writing of 1 Corinthians, Paul gets word that a group of false teachers representing themselves as authoritative and probably representing themselves as coming from uh, Jerusalem, have turned up in Corinth and begun to teach some really, really dangerous things, including some personal attacks on Paul. So Paul makes what would later be called the painful visit. Now, this visit is not documented uh, explicitly other than in passing reference in other places. Paul traveled quickly to Corinth and dealt with some matters there in what we know as the painful visit. On his return to Ephesus, Paul learns that—now that's so far, if you're keeping score, we're up to two letters, one of which we have, two visits, one of which is documented in our Bible. Word comes to Paul still later that the matter, including the personal attacks on him, have not ended in Corinth rather than return to Corinth again at that time— Paul writes what uh, another letter that we don't have that is known as the painful letter. And he gives it to Titus to convey that letter to the church at Corinth. Now, we don't know anything about the content of that letter specifically other than uh, Paul had decided not to visit the church again in a second painful visit. We know that from 2 Corinthians 2 verse 1. But we also know that Titus reported back to Paul, and we know that from the middle part of 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Where did Titus eventually report back to Paul? Well, during this correspondence and all this work back and forth with Corinth, Paul was fulfilling his two years or so, two and a half years of ministry in Ephesus. And after he left Ephesus, according to the book of Acts, chapter 20, he traveled through Troas back to Macedonia, back to Philippi. And it was there that Titus met him with, with word that things were going a little better at the church at Corinth, but some matters were still not resolved. And after that conversation with Titus, which Paul writes about in 2 Corinthians, Paul wrote 2 Corinthians, written from Philippi um, and uh, sent down to the church at Corinth. In 2 Corinthians, Paul tells the church he's planning yet a third visit to Corinth. This visit, uh, briefly touched upon in Acts chapter 20, verse 3 is Paul traveling down the Greek peninsula to hopefully finally resolve matters in Corinth between him and the church, and also to collect part of a love offering he was collecting on his third missionary journey for the church at Jerusalem. Wow, that's a lot. Now, what's the takeaway for us? The takeaway for us is Paul had a long and loving relationship with this church. He did not love them at arm's length. He cared about what was going on there. And we have, out of that loving and caring relationship, there are four total letters in that relationship that we know about, only two of which, the second and fourth, that we actually have in hand. But in those two letters, 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, we have all together the largest piece of communication to a single church in all of Paul's writing and it's a treasure house and we'll be going through second Corinthians on the Lord's day at McGregor for some months to come and talking about it further on beyond the notes we hope by now you've liked and subscribed and you're staying with us on the podcast we look forward to being with you again next week